Hey, Courtney. Hey, Sasha. Do we have a joke for this week? Fuck. It's a Spoop Hour mini-sode. <laughs> podcast hosted by two Halloweenies who didn't think of a joke. Look, this, listen, this, this is Courtney. That's Sasha. <laughs> this is Sasha. You can find us online at Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram and you email us at SpoopHour at gmail.com. You know this. Here's the thing. You don't know this because you aren't we, in our brains. We just recorded a new promo for the first time in five friggin' years. And mm. we recorded a Patreon perk for somebody. And also, this is like what the second or third time, like a second or third attempt at recording all of this. Yes, right. We had to keep rescheduling. Yeah, because stuff happens. Ah! Sasha has stuff a person in her. I'm uh, my laundry machine is haunted yeah. by a plumbing ghost that fucking hates my entire your, existence. You specifically, your plumbing ghost hates spoop hour. Like yeah. we were. Go, we we had a plan to record. I set up I, the like, mic. I sat down. I turned everything on. Sasha messages and she's like, hey, I'll be back in like 10 minutes. My washing machine needs to be manually drained. And I was like, okay. And then at the 10 minute mark, yeah, at the 10 minute mark, I sent her a message and I was like, are you sure you still want to record? And then at like the 25 minute mark, I was like, how about we just record another time? <laughs> and at 45 minute mark, I check my phone. And I'm like, fuck everything. <laughs> so, so anyway. Anyway. It's a mini-sode today. Yeah, we're doing a mini-sode. <laughs> but why? You guys having me in a week? I'm leaning in a Here's the thing again. <laughs> I don't think any of our listeners no, sound like that. You, that's the voice in my head when I'm like, I should. That's why I don't ever take breaks is because every time I'm like, I should take a break. The voice in my head is like, really? Do you need a break? Because you laid on the couch for 30 minutes yesterday and you didn't even think about your chores to do. So, so if you ever wonder why I am the way I am. That's why. So it's your brain. It's, it's my, mean. It's a mean brain, and it's not a good time to have a mean brain. You know, nope. yeah, everything with the, fucking the way they are. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to tell you what's going on. Everything fucking blows. I can't specifically fundraise for anything, but there are people who are doing the work. You know, mm-hmm. give Most them a good. Just you know, that's consider. Yeah. But what we're blaming this on is my wonderful mother, Spoop Hour's number one fan. <laughs> Is coming into town. And we love her for that. And we love her for that. I'm so excited for her to visit. <laughs> but however, we're also blaming her for that. Yes. However, she cannot see how I live. I mean, I don't I'm, I don't live like I'm not like overflowing with shit. But, you know, when you have guests coming, you have to clean the house. And, you know, yep. it, there's a lot of cleaning to do. I didn't have time to do research because I've done like 18 loads of laundry to wash all of the linens so that, you know, my mom can sleep in a clean place. It but happens. It happens, you know. I've said I feel like I've said you know constantly this one. Yeah. Do you know? Do you? Email us at spoopartgmail.com. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? Just one we want one word responses. Yes or no. That's it. Yes. Yes. Or no. No. <laughs> I would bet we would get mostly no's. Yeah. <laughs> Just do you know? No. Who knows what's happening? So we are doing a mini sode. Mm-hmm. We Oh, did anything spooky happen to you? Yeah, I was about to ask you the same question. Whoa, so, get out of my head, Charles. That's the spooky thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from, yeah, the washer, the washer. 
That fucking ghost is a real dick, you know? We're just a real dick. We have a fun little podcast. We're a lot of fun as people. I'm sorry that that ghost hates fun. (laughs) The spooky thing, I guess main spooky thing is how delicious Zap's voodoo chips are. (laughs) Really? You (laughs) like those? Because it's salt and vinegar chips with barbecue. Yeah. It's perfect. It's the two chips that I want. Because their Zap's salt and vinegar is mm-hmm. too salty. And then oh. I haven't had their barbecue, but I'm sure that it's like probably too flavorful. But that like it's too the voodoo <laughs> The voodoo one. That's, that's my just assumption. That's your The sweet voodoo spot. one is perfect. And I got a tiny bag with my pot bellies order and I was like, I want yes. more of these because my stomach doesn't agree with a lot of things lately. Sure. But it agreed with that. My stomach also doesn't agree with I'm not I'm I'm not prego. Right. I just when I go through periods of, you know, high anxiety, yeah. one of the first things to it's go is to my eat. stomach. Mm-hmm. And so my despair meal when things were happening, when they first started happening, you know, US mm-hmm. news things happening, I ordered pot belly because like I didn't want to eat for most of the day. And then it got to mm-hmm. be like two thirty and I knew if I didn't eat, it was gonna be bad for me later. Yeah. So I was like, what despair meal do I want? And the answer was Potbelly. Yeah. They so, don't sponsor this episode. But if you're a sad, you know, Potbelly. <laughs> yeah. I can't eat a lot of sandwiches right now because I'm not allowed to eat That's deli true. meat, which makes ordering sandwiches difficult. But chicken salad at Potbelly's is good. But <laughs> My go-to sandwich at Potbelly is like your prego nightmare because it's all deli meats with hot peppers. <laughs> Oh, yummy. <laughs> well, so I really like, like, I mean, well, I've always liked pickles, but like yes. right now I really like pickles. And so anyway, these these chips were amazing. And then I went to the grocery store and no luck, even though I know that I've seen Wegmans carry like the big bags of them, mm-hmm. like the big party size ones. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a giant. And then I went to World Market with my mom and they had a medium sized bag. And so what? that was like, that was wonderful. Are you a pickles and ice cream prego? I am a pickles and popsicles prego. Interesting. I can't. What about a pickle popsicle? Like if you were to freeze pickle juice into a popsicle? Honestly, I would probably d- be down for that right now because I really like lime popsicles and they're sour. I don't know if the mic is going to pick it up. Jack <laughs> came downstairs because he knew I was recording and he's putting uh-huh. away the leftovers from dinner. Mm-hmm. And I just heard him go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is an anti-pickle household. Yeah. So... So I, I, I like that. Oh, but anyway, then I went to Noodles and Company after mm. I found that bag of chips and discovered that I am a year late, but Beef Stroganoff has has died, I'm has left the building. I'm so sad to have been the one to told you. <laughs> yeah, like, I, that was, that was, that was some shit. But the spookiest thing that happened, besides voodoo chips sure. being just, like, fucking delicious, is that the human being growing inside of me as a boy. Hey! <laughs> so hopefully all the yelling I've done about the patriarchy and everything, he he's absorbing has, like, it. He's absorbing it and like he'll know to he's... not be a jagweed when he comes out. He will. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I only had one nephew. Yep. So he can join the ranks of my one nephew, who admittedly is baller AF. Oh like, yeah, no, a, your nephew seems really man. awesome. He's so cool. He he gives me hope for the fact that I'm having Exactly. So your <laughs> we've named Sasha's child Bellagio Mirage MDM Grant. Sasha's last name. So I'm gonna go take a photo. I'm going to Vegas this fall, so I'm gonna take a photo a photo with his namesake. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Bellagio is going to join the ranks of my existing nephew, and together they will be a beautiful ally army to topple the patriarchy. Yeah. 
contributing to my army of nieces because I I genuinely I have five nieces and one nephew but soon to be two yeah soon to be two so so yeah so we found that out if you want to know what flavor baby you're having oh we have a spooky story I just remembered oh hell yeah yeah so yeah that was the spookiest thing so like basically every time so just now now the weird parasite haunting my body is like slowly forming like I don't know. Like I'm in my brain, I'm starting to form like an image of the parasite haunting yeah, my body. Sure. So, you know, every time I dry heave or I can't eat because I have no appetite for any like existing human food, or I can't sleep well, or I get heartburn, or just general discomfort, I'm like, okay, I you're I know you. <laughs> I watched you. the mic pick that up. I might leave it in just so you know. This one of the spooky things that happened to me is Uh-oh. fucking fireworks that have been going off for like um, six goddamn days. Your webcam somehow zoomed in on your face when you pointed at the window. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh. a YouTube video of like you getting like like more and more increasingly in- mad. It's just going to get closer and closer it's like to zooming my face. in closer. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. So someone, probably multiple someone's. I like to think it's the same jagweed, to borrow a term that Sasha has coined. (laughs) I know you didn't coin the term jagweed, but we're going to go with it. I like to think it's the same jagweed setting them off, but nonstop the past six, seven days, fireworks, to the point where they're setting them off at like 11 o'clock at night. And these are the scary kind that sound like little bombs, not like the little, oh, like, like pfft, not the pew, 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 where it's like, right. oh, that's it's clearly a firework. It it's like, sounds like oh, something shit, exploded. has something exploded. And on Wednesday night, oh, I was about ready to hunt them for sport. They were setting them off, no joke, every 10 to 15 minutes. So I would just drift off back to sleep because it was like midnight and I'd just, mm-hmm. and, then, bah, and then I'd wake up again realize it was fireworks, get mad, seethe myself back to sleep, and then pa, on and on until like one in the goddamn morning. Oh, God. So that's a spooky thing that happened to me. Another spooky thing that has happened to me, I don't think I told this story on this podcast, and this is going to be a little bit of body horror. So if that makes you squicky, skip ahead, maybe we'll call it two minutes. I'll be brave. You'll be brave. It's not that squeaky, but if (laughs) if you're squicky, it squicked my partner out. So Mm -hmm. we got, when we moved in here, a rowing machine. Okay. Yeah. And our rowing machine kind of folds in half for storage. It breaks down into two separate pieces. But when you set it up, there's the potential, if you are a clumsy person, to accidentally drop the machine on your toe, which Uh is what I did about two weeks into owning our rowing machine. Dropped it on my third toe in. So you got big toe, second toe, this this little piggy. So I dropped it on that little piggy, and I was like, ooh, fuck, that hurt. But then I looked at it. And the toe looked fine. Like, I was like, wow, what a miracle. I'm the strongest person who has ever lived because I just dropped this very heavy piece of exercise equipment on my third little piggy and no ill consequences. Like, the toe doesn't even look chipped. It's fine. Great. Worked out. Forgot about it. And then, like, two months goes by and I glance Uh down at my toes and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realize, turns out, I smashed that little piggy on the part of the nail that was inside the toe. So it took the two months for it to grow in before I could see, oh, I fucked up this toe. And this, you know, at this point, that was about four months ago. So at this point, I had hit the point where all of my toe was the smash part. It had all grown in. It looked rough, but like it wasn't painful. It was just weird looking. And then 
A couple days ago, I was on the couch and I glanced at my toe and I use these weird nail polish stickers on my toes because I'm lazy, Mm -hmm. but I like having colorful toes. And I thought, oh, my nail polish sticker is falling off. So I went to go get it and it wasn't the nail polish sticker. It was my whole toenail. So... It, it didn't hurt, though, what happened. Like, if you can imagine, if you can imagine a peanut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine like a peanut. off the top. You take off the peanut shell, but it still has mm-hmm. that peanut skin protecting mm-hmm. the peanut. Essentially, the peanut skin is still on my little piggy, but mm-hmm. the peanut shell is gone. So the toe is fine. It just looks weird and is weirdly soft. Did that so happen to me? I broke my big toe toenail Ooh. in college. That's a rough and one. And I didn't know. Until, like, Until a whole, whole layer thing. came yep. off, and I was like, what is happening? When I was nine and my family lived in Japan, there was a McDonald's on base that we would go to that had, mm-hmm. like, the lip of it on the door. It was, like, slightly higher than it should have been, like, a, mm-hmm. not like a normal door lip. And it was sharp, and I discovered that when one day I stubbed my toe on it and tore off, like, half of my big toenail. And I was just, it like, it tore through the little skin layer of the peanut. Yeah. And so we were having to use, like, McDonald's napkins to, like, slow it down. Oh, it was a nightmare. And that uh, took, like, ten years to grow in because it takes fucking forever for a toenail to grow back. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, my college, my college, big college toenail, like, didn't grow back for a very long time. Yeah. I actually had a weird toenail thing this week, too. Really? Where I shift, I was sitting, like, with my legs off to the side on the couch, like, pulled mm-hmm. my legs in and then leaned over. Yeah. And then I moved my one foot and my pinky toe got stuck to the the woven blanket we have covering the couch. Oh, and I was yeah. like, what the hell is happening here? My pinky toe snapped in half vertically. But, okay, hold on, let me say. I also have a really ugly, I have really ugly pinky toes. Do you have curly toes? I have very curly pinky toes. I have a so curly the pinky nail, toe. The nail mm-hmm. gets to be about three millimeters long yeah. before I have to cut it again because mm-hmm. it starts growing backwards and, like, becomes oh. sharp. And so it, I had to, like, use, I, I tried to use nail clippers to get the part that, like, had snapped to try to, like, stop it from dangling and like getting caught on the blanket sure but i had t- using tone like like a nail file to just yeah. like, file it down until like it was nothing i went and got a pedicure this week with my friends and miraculously the nail technician was able to paint the tiny half like Aww. three millimeter bit of what my toe wizard. and my toe stopped hurting so Aww. that's good a so i don't know what wizard. she did yeah healing healing wizard healing wizard <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought I was going to be able to do that with my hecked up little piggy. Just like, you know, continuously file it down and trim it down until eventually it got like all pushed off of the nail. God damn fireworks. Did you hear that one? I thought I heard a pop just now, but yeah. I thought it was on my end. No, because it was a we also fucking have fireworks firework. over here. Just, God, come We're on. across the street from a park and Ugh. also a neighborhood where like once the fireworks start selling like we just hear fireworks like for four months they're not legal <laughs> in dc oh that's fun but you know yeah you who know. gives a shit i'm the only person it bothers because i don't like fucking fireworks so and we live next to a parking garage so i think it's just like somebody is setting them off off of the parking garage oh but yeah it's, it's annoying and i hope it stops oh yeah well anyway 
Anyway, we have a listener story. We have a listener story. Um, <laughs> if it's about a toe, I'm going to lose my shit. It, it's not about a toe, but did you look at it at all? Like I saw the, the subject line. I didn't look at the photos. Okay. I scrolled down to see, like, oh, what do I need to look at? And it's like, dog photo, dog photo, <gasps> a rip in a piece of fabric, and then, like, a CG rendering of an alien. Oh, my God. I just looked <laughs> I, at it. While you, were, while you were telling your fireworks story, I <laughs> saw the alien, and I couldn't do anything about it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So we have listener mail from Araceli. Hi, Araceli. Hi, Araceli. All right. So Araceli says, I'm going to try to add pictures to this email because they include dog pictures. They sure do. They're cute dogs. Um, Araceli, respond to this and let us know if we can share pictures of your dog on the Instagram. However, they also say, I would love to enjoy some time in my hammock, <gasps> fellow hammock haver. Yes. But oh, no. a few days after putting up a new one, my dog decided to eat a th- hole through the bottom of it. Okay, that explains the fabric photo oh, that I just saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I Also, I found a show on HBO called Wellington Paranormal that is produced by Jermaine Clement, which is pretty funny and yes. may hold you over until season four of What We Do in the Shadows. We've talked about Wellington. You and I have talked about Wellington Paranormal, We have right? on an individual level because we've talked yeah. about how it's in the What We Do in the Shadows universe. Right. It's the same two cops from the film what we do in the mm-hmm. shadows who come in and are like, wait a second, something weird is going on here. And you think they're going to notice that like the vampire and is they flying. Don't notice anything. But they're like, there's no smoke alarms <laughs> in this house. That's not up to code. That's really unsafe. If a fire breaks and it's, it, it, and it just yeah. keeps doing that. So it's those two cops and their adventures. And I think you said it might be a little too spooky for you, right? Yes, because <laughs> I re- I think I read a summary of it where mm-hmm. they were like every so often there's like a surprising like a firework of just like I can see I can them. hear it. Yeah, I, I can. The I, sun I, is still up. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> like what? it looks like nothing. Just throw a handful of glitter in the air, you assholes. You absolute jagweeds. Anyway, the description was like every so often like a firework of gore goes off. Oh, yeah. And so I've been scared to watch it because I'm scared of everything and but if you've watched Wellington Paranormal, Araceli, clearly you have. If you were a Halloweeny, is it Halloweeny safe? I'll I'll watch a little bit of it and let you know because you. actually, so today I watched all of season one of The Boys, thinking that I would never watch. I watched the, boys. the first episode of The Boys because I like the premise, and in the first episode, that first violent thing that happens, I was like, "Oh, this is not a show for me." Well, so, <laughs> so now I just I read actually, the Wikipedia page. Sorry, I didn't watch all of it. I started at episode two because. Smart. Jack had watched episode one, and I was like, well, I want to sit on the couch. You can keep watching. And then I ended up watching seven more episodes after that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some of the gore is like surprising, but I managed to like sort of like call things before they happened. Smart. And was able to like stick my head under a blanket before anything happened. And then I would hear it. Like there's an ep- like a the, like, part where an L... Like a, a dolphin flies through a windshield and then gets run over by a tractor trailer. And I knew that was about to happen just from pure instinct of that dolphin doesn't seem that secure in that truck. That's Chekhov's dolphin that, right there. That that cop car is about to like stop this car. I'm going to put my head under the blanket. <laughs> See, And then I heard it and then I was like, okay. So I'll watch Wellington for you because yes, I feel like do. lately You've my been- tolerance for gore and blood has been shifting a little bit as I've played more violent video games. You know what it is? It's because that little bugger growing in you is a very brave little little guy. Who's a little bra- brave baby. You got a brave baby Having cooking. a baby is the scariest thing of all. So, it is. So um, what could be scarier what could than be scarier? ultimately having four lungs, two pancreases, 
20 toes. 20 toes. That's so many toes in your body. 20 fingers. Anyway, so everything compared to that is just not scary at all. Four ears. Yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll watch it and let you know. If you've seen the first episode of The Boys, it's that very first violent act when you're still kind of like getting your footing and like, what's this show? And oh, yeah. how nice. They're talking about moving and into. Jack oh, Quaid my is, God. Yeah. Jack Quaid is like, don't don't besmirch Billy Joel. And then. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. it comes out of nowhere if you're not acquainted with the mm-hmm. show. And it is a hell of a way to get introduced to a show. So yeah. that was when I was like, this is not a show for Courtney. Anyway, our Sally has a story. <laughs> So Araceli says, this happened this week, and I hope you enjoy because I did not. (laughs) Fair. My son came home and wanted to watch something like Most Dangerous Animals. We couldn't figure out which streaming service it was on, so we settled for Most Deadly Animals, which halfway through the first episodes was just animals from Australia, and he got scared and wanted to watch something else, right? Because everything in Australia can kill you. Of course you get scared if, you know, you're watching something about Australia. The spider that's the size of, like, two hands together, that's not the spider that can kill you. It's the little buggers that you don't see coming. But it's still unsettling nonetheless. Fuck (laughs) off, Australia. (laughs) You're a lovely country that I hope to visit again someday. Yeah, it seems great. It, it was but everything great can kill you there. The week that I was there, but I was not unaware that everything there could kill me. <laughs> right? Our friends who live in Australia, so brave. Just the you bravest You guys are people. the real heroes. It's like, in terms of braveness, it's like that baby you're growing, <laughs> and then them living like in Australia. Like our friends in Australia. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Very close. Just like neck and neck. It's because you, you're neck. growing so like brave. the bravest baby in the world. So. <laughs> I will take baby to Australia. <laughs> and baby, baby will, will just be like, so brave. Just like protect you from all of the like angry things Thing. that can kill you. All the things that could kill me. Yeah. So anyway, son wanted to watch something else. Sure. Of course. Right. Naturally. Yeah. He settled on monsters underground. Think caves and underground animals. We shouldn't it's, be going in caves. Right. But no, turns out, you know. It's actually a cryptid hunting show. Ooh, <laughs> cryptid I hunting mean, show, and it's peak trash. I was getting mad because I was thinking about Ted the Caver, and we all know how I feel about Ted the Caver. Fuck oh, that yeah. story. That sucked. But yeah. I'm into it now. <laughs> yeah. The episode we watched was about a subterranean alien. Subterralian. There we go. <laughs> and uh, they showed uh, like a like an artist rendition of it. My kid looks at it and says, oh, that looks like the man from the window. No other context, nothing. I had a hard time to find a picture for the show, but I did get one, and that's the picture of the alien that's at the end of this email, and it's deeply unsettling, but that's the man in the window. Oh, goddamn kids. RSLE, thank you, but... Thank ah! you, but also, I'm so sorry that your son has put this image in your mind. Your son said that. The dogs are good, though. Look at the dogs. Yeah, the dogs. Look at the aliens, and then look at the dogs. The dogs will protect you from the alien if needed. One of the dogs is smiling, and one Aww. of the dogs is sleeping. I bet the They're smiling dog is the one that ate the hammock. That's smiling. <laughs> I've never done anything wrong in my entire life. <laughs> That's what that face says. And then you just take their paw and you go, I know this and I love you. I actually, ha- uh, my both of my parents-in-law are in different places right now. One's in Okinawa, and then the other one's in the Midwest. Nice. And I was, uh, I went over to their house to take care of their cat the other day, and the Today Show was on. Oh. And so I sat on the couch with Cat's pudding. That's a big Today Show fan. Cat, the cat loves Today Show. Sat on the couch with pudding. The cat is like, shut up, today. Hoda is talking. You <laughs> so this episode, that Hoda six. was actually on a break. So, <gasps> yeah, so Hoda wasn't there. Uh. But Kesha was on, <gasps> and Kesha is work, uh, I don't know if, 
it it's aired yet or not, but Kesha is doing a basically a swoop hour show where she is dragging celebrities to like haunted locations and like <gasps> making them walk around. So she's taking them to like haunted penitentiaries and like the woods Dear and like listener, weird cabins. Back in 2010, when we baby Sasha went as Kesha for Halloween, mm-hmm. we used to say that Kesha was a feminist icon and we loved her. Oh and yeah, this has now like. 2010, we baby Sasha and Courtney are just like flipping like, out. I was so excited when she came on there, like, oh, when are you going to be releasing new music? And she's like, oh, I'm working on it right now, but I'm more interested in this thing that I'm working I on. Think- and it's a cryptid, like, it's like a spoop hour paranormal show. I have a vague I'm recollection very of something we've talked about before that Kesha says she's had sex with a ghost. Yeah, I think so. Right? I think I think that's something that has come up before but now i love that she's doing a spoop hour show so good on you kesha feminist icon you find those ghosts girly i'm trying to figure out what sorry i'm just googling really quickly it's it's called conjuring kesha and it's on discovery plus conjuring kesha it's a six episodes six episode special love it so we have to watch it at some point yeah we do figure out how to get it a free discovery plus <laughs> um, we have our way trial we have our way yeah we'll have we'll take a seven day trial and then cancel trial. at the end of the seven days like watch all of it I, yeah that's what i do with everything i'm like thank you goodbye <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a spooky thing that happened to me but basically through a series of happenstance and you know making impulsive decisions and everything i'm now going to italy in Yay! january but Courtney, you're so scared to do everything. Yes, I am. And yet. But, you know. What did I say? We can have nice things we can have, sometimes. We, we can have nice things as a treat. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting ready to roll out boosters that have Omicron-specific mm-hmm. targeting in there, which makes me feel better. And, you know, we're, we're going to do the best we can. And I've, it, I've had many people in my life tell me that I cannot continue to live like a hermit. So if I'm not going to be a hermit, I'm going to go to fucking Venice. So yeah. we're going to Venice. And literally, this came through as a, like a Scott's Cheap Flights thing. Also not a Scott's Cheap Flight. I feel like we've plugged so many things today that aren't paying yeah. us. We're not paid by the good people of Potbelly. We're not paid by the good people of Scott's would, Cheap Flights. Would love if good people of Scott's <laughs> Cheap Flights paid me to go to Okinawa. Right. But, you know, what if next they, summer. Hear me out. What if they pay both of us to go and we go on ghost tours and then if <laughs> you incidentally visit your family members you know mm-hmm. they don't need to know about that but you don't need to know we'll just go to ghost tours we'll go to that izakaya on mainland japan oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah the one in uh kichijoji yeah 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 mm-hmm. so goddamn fireworks it just keeps <laughs> like that one didn't sound like fireworks more than it sounded like you like tapped a pencil on your desk yeah it's, I'm just going to put a big compendium I mean, at the end. Right. No, I'm going to put a big compendium at the end of all the times I got mad about the fireworks over the course of this fucking recording. Again, the sun is up. It is barely oh, yeah, dusk. Like, I have blackout curtains on uh, up in here, but yeah. when I pull them aside, there's sun. Yeah, the sun is no up. Sun. It is barely the starting to set. Up. So w- what the fuck even is the point of the, whatever? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to Venice in January, and when this Scott's Cheap Flights deal came through, it was like, we can either go to Milan or to Venice. And Jack was like, I have no preference. And I was like, Venice, because the only thought in my head was I can visit the Palazzo Dario, which we talked about in our Haunted Castles and Palaces episode, because it's an extremely cursed house where a lot of weird shit has happened. And we booked our Venice hotel today. We are staying less than two kilometers from the Palazzo Dario. Yay! 
So don't come back with a curse. <laughs> I told I told my coworker with whom I co-parent the skeleton, and she goes, "I hope you bring back a ghost." That's so funny. <laughs> so this is the these are the well, two okay, genders. Okay, so wait, hold on. I I don't mind if you bring home a ghost. Don't bring home a curse. Okay, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. I will bring home a curse. Yeah, just just it's ghosts. entirely possible we might not be able to go into the Palazzo Dario. Every time mm-hmm. I look at it, it's like temporarily closed. Is what comes uh, up on Google. But mm-hmm. honestly, I'm I will get the same impact if I just walk past it because it's a cool. Oh yeah, if you building. can just like touch the exterior, right? Just be like, just be like ooh, cursed. Oh. oh, the vibes they are off. Yeah, <laughs> oh vibes. And the vibes are off. <laughs> the vibes are off. So while we were preparing to this mini set, we were like, what are we going to talk about? And the answer is a lot of things that aren't paying us. Like the good people of Potbelly and the good people of Scotty Flights. So I also suggested, well, why don't we why don't we talk about some like spooky Venice stuff so I yeah. can figure out what to do when I'm in Venice other than, you know, look at the Palazzo Dario. Also, if yeah. you have suggestions for things to do in Venice, or we're also going to the place where Ferrari lives. I've already forgotten the name of the town. This is my partner's request because he loves Formula One. Uh-huh. My only Formula One thought is both of the drivers who drive for Ferrari are very good looking young men. And I think it would be good for team morale if they were allowed to smooch. I just... <laughs> that, that was a well-timed firework. That's how you respond to me saying, I think the Ferrari driver should smooch. But anyway, we're going there too. So if you know of anything good to do, invent, if there's anything like can't miss, I don't know. I've never been to mainland Europe and I'm frantically trying to learn Italian. So let's see how my Italian pronunciation is doing. And this is a story called The Butcher of Santa Croce. And Ooh. what's crazy about this, other than the fucking fireworks that are continuing to go off, is... The hotel we're staying in, the, like, next one on TripAdvisor for, like, the other one suggested for, like, at this price point and whatever, mm-hmm. is in the neighborhood of Santa Croce. So we're not going to oh. be that far from Santa Croce. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there was a butcher called Biazio, and he was a big deal in the 15th century. He dealt in sausages and other meats, served in a richly flavored sauce. I have a... Suspicion. I didn't read any of these stories beforehand, but I have a suspicion. suspicion. of what the the sauce is? Yes, I have questions either about the sausage or the sauce. Blood muffin. (laughs) We're in a blood muffin (laughs) Sweeney Todd situation with some fireworks peppered in the background for flavor. Yep, sure enough, it wasn't until one diner found what appeared to be a small piece of a finger, including the fingernail, that police raided the back of Biazio's butcher shop and found he had been adding pieces of the children he had killed to the food he served patrons. (laughs) It's not clear how many victims he had, he couldn't recall, and he was beheaded for his crimes in St. Mark's Square, and the shop and his house were both torn down. But his name lingers on in the name of the Riva de Biazio Vaporetta stuff. So the Vaporetta oh is like the water, water bus. Yeah. Also, all of this comes from ItalyExplained.com. I was Real so quick. worried he, he, like someone's going to like find like a molar or something. Yeah. And we, yeah. I mean, anyway, I mean, any of it's wor- bad. Fingernail's not great. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look to see where we, where was he? St. Mark's Square. Are we by St. Mark's Square? I'm looking to see because mm-hmm. I have it pulled up on the map. Um, I don't think so. I think we're what? Oh, we're apparently across the streets from the McDonald's of Venice. Oh, nice. So we'll be right. <laughs> when my dad was a teenager, mm-hmm. someone working at a Shoney's in Edmore, Michigan, found a finger in a can of ranch sauce. In <laughs> so, ranch? In ranch. We wanted your baby to be cool ranch flavored. 
Yeah, but it was this was like in the seventies, I think. Yeah, my dad graduated in high school in seventies. So yeah, finger end up in they there. They found a whole finger, probably from like the processing plant. Yeah, I don't know did, how. Did, yeah, how? like did somebody like, just cut off what, the finger what, and was what, like, "I'm gonna tell no one about this"? What step in the creation of ranch dressing involves any kind of sharp objects? Yeah, and like right? a finger in the bottle. Like how did that get <laughs> it in was, there? It was like a can, you know, like a can, like a restaurant size, a can still, of like ranch dressing. But still, like, why is there a finger in there? Where does the and finger come? And of course, everyone in? joked like, "Oh, it's Jimmy Hoffa's of finger," it's Jimmy Hoffa. because Jimmy Hoffa went missing around this. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like, why is there a can- finger in the can of ranch dressing? <laughs> but also, why is there a finger in the sausage? But also, like, <laughs> why are we putting fingers in things that fingers don't belong in? Especially fireworks. Okay, so there's also the Casino degli Spiriti. Again, I've been studying Italian for one day. I apologize for my pronunciation. I was telling Sasha before this that I can say, like, il ragazzo mangia la mela, which mm-hmm. means the boy eats an apple. That's, like, that's all I got. And mm-hmm. as you saw, there was a big, long pause in there while I tried to remember the word for apple. Okay. But you're also very good at languages, so I think by January... If it's July right now. Yeah, I just need to be able to be like, excuse me, I'm sorry, where is X, thank you, please, I'm so sorry. I just need to, like, all I need from a language is how to apologize, and I'm on my way. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, I speak a little bit of French, and most of the things that I've been consulting are, like, in Venice, because it's so touristy, for the most part, you're going to find a lot of people who speak English, Spanish, or French. And I'm like, okay, between my partner's little bit of Spanish, between my little baby bit of French, and between our English, theoretically, we'll be able to get somewhere, especially yeah. if I can speak, like, a tiny bit of Italian. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mamma mia. I'm so sorry. Mamma mia. So, Casino degli Spiriti is, means small house of the spirits. And among the stories is that of a painter called Luzzo, who lived there in the 16th century. And he was working at the same time as people like Titian, who are probably more well-known artists coming out of Venice. But he is known for being in unrequited love. So the person he desired was one of the lovers of another painter of the time. Mm And when Lutzo realized he was never going to have her, he took his own life. And so his ghost is still in the house pining for the lover he can never have. Oh, Here's the thing. Sassy gay friend hasn't aged well, but you know what did? You do, your hair looks great right now. Let's just pick ourselves up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something is rotten in the state of Denmark, and it is his piss-poor attitude. <laughs> like, let's let's get out of here, girlfriend, and find somebody else. So yep. that's what we do when we're sad, painter mm-hmm. in the House of Spirits. Ah, classic. So this is this is called The Drowned Man of Campiello del Remer. Mm-hmm. And this was in the late 16th century. A nobleman called Loredan fell in love and married with the Doja's niece. So mm-hmm. the Doja was like a big muckety-muck. Muckety-muck, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Loredan was a dick, and he accused his wife of cheating on him. And she was like, I didn't cheat on you, bro. You're just an asshole. Calm down. He chased her from the home with a sword, and he beheaded her right in front of the doja. And remember, this is the doja's niece. So that's probably not a way to make friends. Not great. Not great. Could Mm -mm. be better. And as punishment, the Doja ordered Loredan to carry her body to the Pope in Rome to ask for forgiveness. And the Pope presumably heard there was a guy holding a decapitated woman out front, and he was like, what the fuck? Tell him I'm not home. So the Pope refused to see him. 
And so Loradon walked back to Venice and he threw himself into the lagoon. And now his ghost can be seen at the Campiello del Remer at the Grand Canal coming out of the water, carrying his wife's head. Great. So I will tell you if we see that at the Grand Canal. Yeah. I'll probably you'll probably hear me scream from over there. So that's how you'll know what happened. You'll hear me scream. (laughs) So, yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. I did a quick cursory, just little Google search. I Googled spooky Venice. (laughs) That's what I did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Hotels.com has an article called Five Haunted Spots in Venice to Get Your Hit of Horror. Visit the Dark Side of Venice. And it's part of their go guides. And (laughs) the article starts with, there's only one curse on Venice, and that's its unique beauty. (laughs) But but they were talking about how, like, yeah, it's like, it's so pretty, it's so unique, but also flooding. And, like, climate change. Yeah. 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 On the list, it was five locations. The first location is actually Palazzo Dario. Yay! And the third location was Casino degli Spiriti. The house hey. experience. Hey. Another location that they included was Poveglia Island, where 160,000 ghosts haunt the dumping ground of Venice. That's so many ghosts. And I love that they have like little tags for this, and it says, good for if you're looking for an unusual spot to visit. <laughs> um, the small island of Poveglia in the Venetian Lagoon has faced the brunt of local evils. Originally used as a port in the centuries after the Roman Empire, it became the dumping ground for Venetians riddled with plague, dead or alive. Fun. In 1922, it was turned into an asylum to hide the mentally ill away from the city. It's alleged that one of the asylum's doctors would torture and experiment on victims in the bell tower. Mm. He met his death by falling from that very tower, and as that story goes, it was the ghosts of his victims who did it. <gasps> Locals say them. that over 160,000 deaths have occurred on, quote, the island of no return. Ooh. Ooh. There was also the Palazzo <clears throat> Mastelli. So another palazzo, yay! Palazzos on palazzos! <laughs> Don't rip off the locals, they'll put a curse on you. Watch out for those elderly Venetian ladies during your trip. They might just put a curse on you if you anger them. This is why I need to learn how to say I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what happened to three rich merchants named Rioba, Afani, and Sandy in around uh, 1100 when they attempted to flog poor quality fabric to a local elderly lady. Once she spotted their trick, she cursed the money she handed to them and the three men turned to stone and they're still standing there today. So if you want to go just, see some three stoned men, you can go. Obviously. Obviously, I want to see a bunch of stoned men. But if they had only known how to say I'm sorry in Italian, not and a this problem. One, I didn't realize because I, I know about San Marco Square just generally mm-hmm. as like a Venice, like, like, lo- like tourist location, right? Yeah. But they said that the San Marco and San Todaro columns are haunted. Or sure. cursed. Basically, the, the, the byline says, or byline, the, the subheading says, smile, don't forget to take a f- photo at such, don't forget to take a photo at such a beautiful and cursed spot. <laughs> Fun. They may, be, may well be symbols of Venice sitting at the entrance of the landmark San Marco Square, but the two columns don't have such a happy past. 
Um, and there's a really good photo actually on Hotels.com. It has the two columns standing up uh, on the on the water. Mm-hmm. Even before they were erected, the columns had a haunted start as they're transported to Venice from Constantinople, and the ships carrying them tipped over, and a third column sank into the sea where it remains. Mm. The space between the two remaining were later used as the main execution sites for many hundreds of thieves, enemies of the Republic, and murderers. So spare them a thought when you're posing for photo. Oh. Yeah. So there are supposed to be three columns, but there's only two. One of them's at the bottom of the sea. Smart. That's, yeah. That's but, a good place for it. But yeah, people were executed there. So Fun. if you step through a cold spot, I mean, it's January. So. Yeah. Oh no, all of Venice is haunted. All, all of Venice is haunted. <laughs> um, but I love it. Thank you, Hotels.com. Yeah, thanks, Hotels.com. Also not sponsoring us. Yeah. They actually they also have another article called 10 Unusual Secret and Hidden Places in Venice. So oh, go check that out. Yeah, I'm absolutely going to. Do you know a place I should go to in Italy? Do you know a spooky story? Thank you for listening. Sorry, this is a mini sound. Please say hi to my mom. I'm going to say hi, hi to her. She's great. I love her. I'm glad that I can make the house clean so she can come visit. We will be back at it with a regularly scheduled episode of Spoop here in about two weeks. And yeah, hang in if you there. Have any, if you have any episode ideas, hit us up. Yeah, tell us yeah. if there's a spooky thing that we haven't talked about that you're like screaming at us. Oh my God, you guys need to talk about. Or blah. like we've talked about a topic, but you're like, can you go revisit that? Let us or know. Or like if we missed something, like yeah. we talked about haunted castles and you were like, I can't believe you talked about haunted castles, but didn't talk about this haunted castle. Yeah. Email it to us. Talk about aliens. You didn't talk about this alien. Yeah, we're yeah. dumb and you know, we don't know everything. So email us. Tell us what we were wrong about. We love it. Tell us what to yeah. talk about. We're happy to help. So thank you for listening. We love you. Stop setting off fireworks for God's sake. <laughs> that one was perfectly timed. As I said, <laughs> stop setting off fireworks for God's sakes. They set off two. So don't be those assholes. Hang in there, you jagweeds. We love you. We love you. Do you... <sighs> Excuse <me>. Yawn? <laughs> Do you yawn? If the answer is no... I don't know what to tell you. That's, That's weird. That is weird. Are you never bro. tired? Yeah. Are you never tired? Are you a monster? Because, like, the reason why you yawn when you see other people yawn is because you have mirror neurons that are like, I see their tiredness as a reflection of my own tiredness and I will yawn. And it can indicate that you have, you know, no empathy. And that's bad. Yeah. So bad. you should yawn. Bad. <laughs> anyway, yawn more. <laughs>